What's up and welcome to Ghetto Sports, sports talk with screen flavor. Yes, we're going to talk about the NFL, the NBA, touch on baseball, a little bit of hockey. So let's start off from the top. Basketball right now. The game starts tomorrow. Back from the All-Star break, we have an average of 24 games left. 24 games left. And all you Laker fans, your Knicks fans right now, you're either out of the playoff picture right now or you're in that play-in tournament right now. What is next for your team? How can you improve on these next 24 games to make it into the playoffs? That's the key. Last year, LeBron did not like the play-in tournament. He did not want to have to play for one game, then get in, had to play a top seed going forward. And that's what happened last year. And like I uh, say to all my guys at work, rinse and repeat. Because now it's happening once again. They're going to fall down into the playing tournament. then they would have to play one of the top seeds in the West. And once again, it might look like they might have to play a Phoenix once again. But let's turn the page and see it's a different story now because Chris Paul is out with a thumb injury for the next six to eight weeks. So with him being out, will Phoenix... Keep that top seed in the West. See, that's something they got to go through. They didn't go through this last year with one of their stars being out for that long, six to eight weeks, and maintain that top spot. Let's see if Phoenix can do that. That might change LA's perspective of the playoffs. They might have to run into Phoenix, but they will still have to run into a Golden State. So, right now, LA is looking at, I believe they're number nine. And remember, from the seeds seven, eight, nine, ten, we have to play each other for that play in tournament. Then, after they play each other for a play-in tournament, then they play one of the top one or two seeds in the West. It'll be very interesting. Will Phoenix fall a little bit with Paul being out? Will the Warriors capture that number one spot? Right now, there's seven games behind Phoenix. Two games above the Grizzlies. And right now, the Grizzlies is everyone's surprise team out West. They're the number three seed right now. Jazz is number four. Now, the Jazz has been knocking on the door the last couple of years, but has not been able to knock it down. I think it's their year to try to make the Western Conference Finals. They have to. 
or there might be big changes next year for the Jazz if they cannot at least make it to the Western Conference Finals with the core they have right now. Grizzlies, I told y'all, young boys, they're ready to win. I compare them to the Cincinnati Bengals in football. They're not a year ahead. They're not ahead a, a of schedule. They're playing to win the games. And that's how you have to have that mentality. The Warriors are getting all their players back together, getting the, get the game back together, and they're marching along. And they took a stumble when Clay, I'm not Clay, when Draymond first went out, they stumbled a little bit, fell. Then they came back, won eight to nine in a row before they lost again. Now Draymond is coming back. Wiseman is coming back. That's going to make a difference for them going forward. They might be able to make up those seven, those seven games difference they're away from the Suns and maybe take that number one seed in the West. Now, I'm not counting out. I, I, I left out Dallas, Denver. Uh, who else is there? Dallas, Denver. The Timberwolves. They'll be fighting for five, six, that five, six spot. Let's see what happens in the West. In the East, our beloved Nets are the AFC. They'll be fighting for a playoff spot. They're going to try to make it to that sixth seed so they don't have to go to the play-in tournament. But they're hoping on more things than just basketball the Nets are. The Nets are trying to rely on new protocols that might happen in New York to let Kyrie play home games. If certain sanctions or requirements are lifted in New York because of the pandemic, Kyrie being unvaccinated might could play some home games. They still have to see how this trade's going to work out. When Ben Simmons is going to finally play with the Nets. When KD is coming back off injury. They must see all of this. And move on. Nick fans. Right now, y'all, number 11 or 12 in the East. You must get up to number 10. And the number 10 seed is held by the Hawks right now. Who beat y'all last year in the playoffs. So y'all have to battle your own demons from last year to get past the Hawks, who just is in 10th place. Then you have to deal with Miami's the number one seed. Then you got the Bulls. Then you got the Sixers. Then the uh, champs, the Bucks. It's going to be a wild, wild battle in the East. And the Nets are thinking, well, if I get to number six 
Or if I'm in, if I am in the playoff tournament and win, I could knock off one of the early seeds early, then have my way with everyone else. Because if they're number one, if they eighth seed, most of their games will be on the road. And if the sanctions are not lifted in New York, Kyrie will have more time to play on the road than at home. And that might benefit them having Kyrie having more games to play. Because being a being in that eighth seed or seventh seed, you're always gonna be, you're not gonna have home court advantage. And that might play in the Nets' hands where Kyrie only could play road games for the Nets right now. We'll see what happens in a month with New York and their protocols with the pandemic. And if they were lifted, can Kyrie play home games? Then we got to see what's going to happen with Ben Simmons playing with the Nets. James Harden has already started practicing with Philly. Can him and Joel get along? Can they ball? Remember, when he left Houston, he his first stop was he wanted to go to Philly. But Houston was not going to trade him to Philly last year. But he finally got what he wanted. He's in Philly. And... You know, everybody says he's a little different. He gained a little bit of weight. You know, as he's as the same player as he was in his heyday in Houston. We will see. He finally got his wish. So let's see how he plays. That's the key thing. Let's see how he plays. Milwaukee's not going nowhere. The Heat is not going nowhere. And the Bulls, surprisingly, the Bulls are not going anywhere. They will make the playoffs this year, people. It's been years since we said that. But the Bulls will make the playoffs. Cleveland is still there. It's still lurking around. Cleveland will make the playoffs. This is the first time we will see Cleveland in the playoffs without LeBron James. Without LeBron James. So, there's some people that's there that wasn't there last year. You know, that fight from 12 to 10 is going to be very interesting in the NBA, in the East. Out West, I think it stops at 10. I don't think anyone uh, under 10 is going to really battle to get to that 10 spot. But in the East... That battle from 12 to 10 is going to be very interesting. Let's see what happens. What is, what is your thoughts? What is your team's about to do? We have 20, an average of 24 games left. Starting tomorrow. In those 24 games, what would your team do? That's what we must see. It's almost like starting... The season all over, or like it's also like starting a tournament of 24 games. And let's see who has that best record after 24 games. And will your team 
have that best record after 24. And let's see what their position is after those 24 games. Can the Lakers move up? Can the Nets move up? Can the Knicks make it? Can the Grizzlies continue the pace they're on? These are the questions that will be answered starting tomorrow. Let me know what you think of your team. Can your team rise to the top or crash to the rocks? That's the question. Like I said in the beginning, it's going to be a rinse and repeat. We won't hear this again. And speaking about rinse and repeat, that's what's happening in the NFL right now. The season is over with. The Rams are champs. Yay! Yay, the Rams are champs. Now it's just rinse and repeat all over again. Because last year, starting the offseason, what was the, biz- the, the biggest thing they were talking about? Aaron Rodgers. And once again, the biggest thing they're talking about, again, is Aaron Rodgers. Is he going? Is he staying? What kind of message is he putting out there? And I told y'all last year, y'all didn't want to listen to me. I think I'm, I'm the only one who really got it right. Aaron told y'all what he wanted to do last year. He didn't want to go to training camp. He didn't want to do uh, OTAs. And he stayed out. He came back when the seasons of when uh, training camp uh, got started. That's what he wanted to do. You know, that's why that first game of the season was really his, his mini camp. And he looked at horrible, but he bounced back. But truly, what do Aaron have to show for it? Yes, he won his, his fourth MVP. But I told y'all before, when the last time the MVP has won the Super Bowl? I can't remember. Can you? It, might, it probably was Tom Brady because he's been to 10 of them. And during those 10 years, he had to have the winner MVP. But when the last time has an MVP of the NFL won the Super Bowl? When the last time your leading rusher won the Super Bowl? This year was the first time somebody in a major offensive category has won a Super Bowl. And that was uh, Cooper Cup. He won the triple crown in receiving. Catches, yards, everything. He was the man as a receiver. And he won the Super Bowl. And he was Super Bowl MVP. So he, he did it all last year. But he was not the leading rusher. Leading rusher, I haven't seen in the Super Bowl. He was not the MVP. Haven't seen him... Let me correct. There's a couple of MVPs made it to the Super Bowl. They lost. Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. They made it. They lost. They haven't won a Super Bowl. Because it's a team sport. You must be a team player to win. There's a lot of questions going on. Same as last year. I told you, rinse and repeat. What's Rodgers doing? In the NFC, what are they doing with their quarterbacks? Philly quarterback, New York quarterback, Washington quarterback. Still saying the same thing. 
What is New Orleans doing with their quarterback situation? What is Denver doing with their quarterback situation? The Browns. What are the Browns? Okay. Odell said there was something wrong. There was nothing wrong with Odell, but he said there was something wrong. And he proved it. He went to L.A. and balled out. All his yardage, his touchdowns, everything came with the Rams. He caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. He was on his way to being the Super Bowl MVP until he got hurt. So it was not Odell was a problem in Cleveland. So once again, what is the problem in Cleveland? Once again, Russell Wilson, where is he going? Pittsburgh, what quarterback did they need? Rinse and repeat, people. Rinse and repeat. This offseason is just like last year. Rinse and repeat. So we must see what's going to happen. It's the same storyline. Only storyline that was different is that Rams pushed all their chips to the middle of the table and cashed in. If they didn't cash in last year, everyone was saying that they was a fraud. They blew it. They got no draft picks and have nothing to show for it. But with the draft picks they gave up, they have a Super Bowl. And that's what you want to see. You want to see your number one draft pick become a Super Bowl champion. That's what you want to see. Or your number one draft pick take you to the Super Bowl. That's what you want to see. The Bengals saw that this year. A number one draft pick, full season, took them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, your first, one of your first battles of number one picks playing in the Super Bowl. This happened uh, years ago with Brady, not Brady, with Manning and Cam Newton. They were both number one picks, played each other in the Super Bowl. This year, the Rams and the Bengals, they was both number one picks. Not by the Rams, though, because he went to Detroit. But he was the number one. Uh, Bradford was the number one pick. Joe was the number one pick. They played in the Super Bowl against each other. So what's next? That's what you want to see. Your number one pick, your first rounder, take you to the Super Bowl. You know, the Giants, they did that twice. Eli was a number one pick in the NFL. And he led them to two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls MVP. I don't care what y'all say about Eli. He lived, he, he lived up to uh, the billing. He won two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowl MVPs. Number one pick. Remember that. So, rinse and repeat. What's going to happen this offseason? What's going to be that? factor that takes your team over the top. The combine starts next month in, in March. Then we'll have free agency, then the draft. What your team's going to do on free agency? They have enough money to spend? Do we have to cut people to get under the cap? 
What's going to change for your team? Once again, people, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Next time you see me, say, what's up? Rinse and repeat. Let's see what happens. Peace.